What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You were listening to Lyles Movie Files. This is crazy time, so we're going to keep it fun, light, and loose for you. What's up, little brother? What up? Jay King, what's up with you? Not much, man. Hey, everybody. Thank y'all for joining us. And, um, you know, during these quarantine times, as our family bonds get uh, tested, just, you know, try not to kill each other when you're locked in the house. <laughs> Try it. Just, just try not to kill each other. You know, just play a little video game. You know, I don't know. Do hey, I would say, just... depends on your family. Playing video games during a quarantine might actually lead to you killing somebody. Probably so. So just everybody go to your own room and and just stay out of each other's way until dinner, at least. I have been playing Mafia Three, and if you guys have never played Mafia Three, it is the most cathartic video game I've played in years. Basically. You're a guy, a Vietnam vet, who goes around killing a bunch of racists. Awesome. I like it. I mean, it, it's just like, wow. Once I get past crummy uh, options with controls, you know, it's, it's one of those Grand Theft Auto games. So you've got the option to do different things. But sometimes it's like, whoa, oh, oh, you did come up with a better way to do that than we did. Tell you what, now you cannot leap over something as tall as your knee. Because we want you to do it this way. But beyond that, it's pretty fun. So lots of stuff has been going on. Very interesting things. Like we said, it's an interesting time. And AMC, basically all the movie chains now, or theater chains, have shut down because of Corona, of course. And some studios are like, well, that's a wrap for us with our movies. We'll see you in July. Uh, Catch you later. Some are going, we'll see you in November. Others are like, we'll see you at a TBD date. Other studios who happen to have films in the theaters when all this is going down have decided, you know what? That money is lost. Let's try to make some back. We're going to make our movies available online, uh, you know, on, on, on demand, so people can check them out. They can rent them for 20 bucks for 48 hours, which is enough time if you fall asleep during the first time you can still watch it again you don't have to take it back to Redbox, and you get to see a movie that was one of those deals where eh, do i want to go to the theater to see it and now it's uh do i want to go downstairs to see it and they've actually got some decent stuff especially for people who need an escape uh they've got invisible man bloodshot the new vin diesel movie is now coming harley quinn and the birds of prey um emma I think there's another few, but so it's like some decent stuff that's out in theaters or <laughs> that are that are in the theaters that are not open. And I'm very curious because, you know, Disney is like, nope, we don't care. We've got a streaming service. We have the streaming service for a reason. Your money. We're not giving that up without getting some money out of this. So no Mulan. No Black Widow. Who the heck knows when these are coming because we have no idea when this uh, deal is going to be over. I feel like I would pay 50 bucks to see Fast and Furious 9 right now. And I'm curious if, like, if you guys had a Disney Plus subscription, how much would you be willing to pay in addition to get at that week window to see a Mulan or Black Widow now as opposed to at some point down the road. I, I, if, you, if you say, hey, you get a week to watch these two movies, 
I mean, I wouldn't say you, you, you charge me an extra $20. I, I'd say that's a good deal for me. I mean, with no problem. Of course, then they'd be like, wait a minute. These people are actually watching this. Why the hell do we pay these movie theaters for anything? Well, you know what? One thing that I think is interesting that they could do, and I don't even know if they've even kind of considered this. If you've got a rental window of 48 hours, maybe just say a day, because it's not like you go to the movie theater and your ticket's good for two days. You could make it where if people, especially families, because they've got this new Trolls film coming out, and if you have a family, you're not going to get those four tickets. But kids like to watch movies over and over and over again. So maybe you charge $20 for the first viewing, $10 for the next two and three, and then maybe after viewing four, you get it for five bucks. So you keep multiplying that ticket price. And for families, I think that's the way that they can get their monies back or money back uh, doing it that way. Javon, what do you think? I mean, right now, that's the jam because if I'm home and you got kids at home and you're trying to entertain yourself and each other, let's see the latest movie and we don't have to leave the house. We we have the option to see this movie and, and enjoy our own food, our own popcorn, pause it if we got to go to the bathroom. And I've always felt like that was the next frontier when it came to uh, uh, major theatrical releases anyway. So, dude, this might be the test of something bigger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If this, if this, if they pass this test, I mean, if if the numbers look great, I got a feeling that we may see this happening more often for for wide release. You know, I wouldn't mind paying, let's say, for forty eight hours. I got what? What would you what would you say? Twenty nine ninety nine or so? I mean, or at least for twenty four hours. So I would think that a fair way to do it would be. By, so so a, th- a film has a solid month in the theaters. So you have that theatrical window of a month. So the movie theaters don't become extinct by virtue of, well, I'll just wait a week and then it's on home video. Do it for a month, maybe a month and a half. And then, so like the six-week mar- mark, then it goes on demand. And you can pay a premium price of $30. That sounds cool. Maybe 25 bucks, And... You can rent it one time, and then you can keep renting it for a reduced rate. I just feel like I know there's a lot because it's always that weird thing to me where it's like I'm in the theater, I've seen a movie, like uh, I, I saw Endgame and Infinity War in theaters. Uh, let's say a combined ten, eleven times, maybe twelve, and. It was great watching in the theater, especially in the drive-in. That was the coolest. But I feel like there are lots of people who aren't as crazy as me and just want to keep watching it from home. And I feel like there's there's a huge option that they can just run with for a long time if they go all in with this. Jace, what's your take on it? Well, the thing is, a lot of times situations like this do create market opportunities and. I think if you have, let's say this, you have like a big movie like Avengers Endgame, you want that to have an opportunity to take that box office record. But if you don't, if you kind of come up, if it's like kind of like a movie like Trolls or something like that, where you know, hey, our biggest audiences are captive in a house. I think your model would seem like a good opportunity. It's like, hey, 
instead of delaying this movie and releasing it, we need to find a new option. Like we have a street, especially if you're somebody like Disney's like we have a streaming service, we come up with a new algorithm or something. We, we, we just basically plug it in like, Hey, this is the paid a rental section for family, a family rental section and see where that goes. I mean, and I think they would probably be like, hey, let's, I mean, this is going to work. Like you pay 20, like I said, that $20 window for that first viewing. And because kids, a lot of times will watch stuff to death. They'll watch it five times in a week with no problem. Uh, I think that could be an option for them. I mean, so uh, that, that's something they should think about doing. But I'm, I, well, I'm, as I said there, I'm sure they are thinking about doing stuff. I was like, Mulan, they're like, we are losing a crap load of money because we're not releasing this movie in China. We expect to be, I mean, we expect it to be making a killing. And especially if uh, me and Gunnar have basically been looking at the stock price at Disney all week. And they, if, I think they started this week at $100 plus a share. And now they're down, at least the last time I looked, they were down at $80 a share. So it's like, they they need some kind of invigoration to their, their money flow. So they're gonna be like, they need to like, think outside of their traditional box to try and come up with some funds. The concern that these studios are having is piracy. And it's like, well, if we have a crystal clear HD version of our film, that's going to make it easier for people to pirate it. And no one's going to pay. And I feel like people still pirate films regardless. I mean, I, gosh. The people who pirate always pirate. People had <laughs> terrible yeah. copies and people would pay for it. I mean, Ooh. there's the thing like Fire Stick, and I feel like people yeah. use that. So there's no, there's, you can't contain that that genie. It's already out the bottle. It's already out. Dude, Jeff, like you just said, there's, there are apps on Fire Stick that you can load that you can pretty much watch. It, it's basically Netflix for $4 a month. You 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 have an unlimited library of, of content, not just uh, 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 back catalog movies and television shows, things that are on right now that are on Netflix Prime, like they're marquee shows. If I pay $4 a month, I can use, what is it called, the IPTV stuff? And, and I'm in the mix. Hey, Gunner. Welcome to the show, man. So we've been talking about the studios trying to decide what they're going to do with this theatrical window, if they're going to put stuff out or keep waiting and waiting and waiting till whenever what's your take on this uh i hope they kind of release and you have to forgive me if i'm breaking up a little bit my signal's been weird all day um i think we are in the era where they're going to start seeing how cool is good to release or cool it is to release uh things on netflix Amazon, their own Disney Plus, especially. Uh, Jason, Disney closed at 90 today. So they went up, but there was like a quick jump at the last like 20 minutes of uh, of uh, trading there. Anyways, uh, so I imagine as some of these things are publicly traded, right? Like people, you know, content, movie studios, et cetera, distribution, cats, you know what I mean? Like they're owned by publicly traded companies. Anyway, um, I imagine that they're going to end up traveling. You know, if this is a prolonged shut-in situation uh, to May, that's just no one's watching anything. They're going to have to stream. And we'll see what that does to the industry after this is all blown over. Like, you know, this is going to affect the entertainment a little bit, isn't it? You know, it's interesting to me because I feel like this is where 
at Disney Plus and Netflix really need to have had content just kind of waiting in the wings. So it's like, uh, we had this slated for April or July, but let's go ahead and run it now. Because I feel like I read, of course, I don't remember in the internet age where I read this, but 50% of households with children have Disney Plus. I feel like they could bump that up, especially if this goes into the summer to 80% if there was more stuff, you know, like original content, not just the, right. the wealth of back catalogs of stuff like The Simpsons and Spider-Man is his amazing friends, Clone Wars, etc. And I feel like this is going to be something that makes streaming services go, okay, we always need to have at least four shows coming out around the same time. Disney Plus has gotten burned because they have not put out anything that their core audience, let's say, that is all in on Star Wars, it's all in on the Marvel stuff. There's nothing for them right now outside of stuff that they've seen already. And it's like, hey, Black Panther's now on Disney Plus. I'm like, I've got I've got Black Panther on Blu-ray and on 3D on my shelf. I don't need Disney Plus for that. So you hyping right. that up means nothing to me. You say, hey, we're still shooting this, but we've got the first four episodes of The Falcon and Winter Soldier that you can watch right now. I am all on board. I'll wait four weeks to watch each episode. And knowing that, hey, it's going to be a while before I see the rest of it. But it's it's weird. And I feel like Netflix is better positioned for this. And everyone, or at least half the population now, seems to have Disney Plus. But they could have that number up even higher with more stuff. Right. So, very interesting times. And, of course, this is wrecking the movie calendar. Black Widow was supposed to come out in May, and Disney was like, you blink, you blink, you blink, you blink, darn it. We're going to have to delay this. And there's no date for when it's going to come back. Fast and Furious, Fast 9 now seems like the smartest player in the game because they were like, next year, we'll catch y'all later. And maybe Universal will do something to have like a teaser. I don't know. I, I, I said, I would pay good money to watch that movie at home now. Not $20. I pay $50 just so I can watch it. I want to see how Han came back. I need to know. Answers need to be see, told. That seems that seems okay because you know we just had like i'm sorry y'all didn't like it but you know we already had a fast five universe movie right like that's the hobbs and shaw joint so that we just had that so i see why they would like be like more comfortable delaying it like look we're still eating off of this like we just released this on whatever just now like i just saw it on uh hbo or something i was just like work it's back it's on here now you know what i mean so they're you know they're they got the home video stuff going on and everything i see that the black widow thing yeah see marvel has a track record of just throwing things out like jay-z albums right so so i'm like <laughs> so i'm like well yeah this might not have been the greatest move for disney because people are expecting the disney joint i'm just thinking universal and disney as far as that Funny goes because like i feel have- like yeah, they have Eternals coming out in November, or at least that was yeah. the original plan. But with Disney, they try to stockpile so much stuff where it's like, all right, this year we've got two films. Next year, three films. So they've right. got all these phase four films, and Black Widow was the start of that. Now it's like, uh, okay, 
Does this mean we're going to have to go two months between Marvel movies when theaters reopen for good? Really interesting. Double features. Maybe they'll right. bring them back. I'll be there for it, too. Uh, you know, I'll be there. So here's another interesting thing. A lot of TV shows have um, gone on hiatus. No telling when they're going to come back. Now there's a report that some of these shows that were shot are not going to be coming back for oh. their season finales. And I don't understand. That's, so they're, they're not going to shoot the rest of their episodes for this season because it's like, we wow. don't know. I mean, you know, people have their contracts. They're set up for a certain amount of time. And that's it. So a show like Stranger Things and The Witcher, they were in the middle of shooting, but they don't have a schedule for when they're going to come back. However, for a show like Supergirl, which was filming its finale, season finale, and Supernatural, which was filming its absolute finale, they're not sure when they're going to do it. And if, and what's, what's, what's the guy's name? Jared Padalecki? Padalecki. He's going to Texas Walker Ranger, and oh wow, you know, if his everything clears up when shooting for that starts, does that get delayed? Are they cool and go, hey man, finish shooting your season finale or your series finale of Supernatural? Or we've lost so much money waiting on this, we've got to have you on set now. And is you know, and it's probably not going to be as drastic a situation as Henry Cavell with his mustache on the Justice League reshoots, but. Who knows? And also a new study or new stat shows that video game usage is up 75%. I believe it. Of course. course. They they can tell everybody who's on PlayStation uh, or Xbox online, like, uh, yeah, the Internet is actually a bunch of video games and Netflix right now. (laughs) Basically, it. And Zoom and video conferences during the day. And then, like you said, Netflix and... <laughs> video games at night, afternoon, night. It's like yeah, we can't get y'all out of the house. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, it's it's interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Um, so for today, we decided for our topic, we were going to do something fun. So I asked the guys to come up with classic movies, or you know, some of their favorite movies that had impeccable casts, great writing, great directing, great effects, and make one casting change to this movie to ruin it. So that could be that my random example was replacing Eddie Murphy and Boomerang with Tracy Morgan. Not be a good move, and Boomerang would not work with that shift. So, fellas, DVD. Hey, man, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe on demand. <laughs> So who wants to go first with this one? I mean, I'll go. All right, Javon, let's go. I thought about a couple, man. Um, number one, I know there were a lot of big-time action heroes. You know, the, the the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, you know, action movies were it, man. That was king of the box office, Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and 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 Sylvester Stallone still, you know, these guys were kings of the box office. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger made one of the best uh, sci-fi action movies ever in Terminator 2, right? He was the lead in that, of course, as the Terminator. Um, this is a sequel of the Terminator, of course. Y'all already know that. 
But what if they couldn't have negotiated the contract with Arnold to reprise that role? And they had to go with another action hero at that time. Uh, Big time action star, not named Sylvester Stallone, by the way. Um, you you had out there, you had Bruce Willis. Maybe it could have been a good movie. You had, um, trying to think who else you had out there. Um, you had Sylvester Stallone, of course, that's not going to happen. One name that came to mind in particular, well, two names that came to mind in particular, but this one stood out above all. Steven Seagal, because of his height and size, maybe he could have been <laughs> intimidating. But if you were to cast Steven Seagal, the Terminator, in T2, that movie, I'm trying to think of when that movie, it's like when you see Terminator 2 is on cable, when they do the, the, the cable cycle, the 90s, yo. still has cable. Yeah. Like, dude, you're watching the Terminator 2. You're watching Terminator 2 no matter what, no matter where you come in on that movie, right? If that movie starts Steven, Steven Seagal, that would be on like one of these uh, basic cable, like the movie network, or uh, what do you call it? Like the, if you got a smart TV that comes with your TV, Pluto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Crackle. <laughs> Crackle. It will be there. That's what Terminator 2 will be on. It, nothing premium about Terminator 2 with Steven Seagal. Nothing. You don't own that DVD. No one you know owns that DVD. Um, that's one. Uh, number two was kind of hard because there's so many, but I had to really think about it. Like, I, Spike Lee's finest movie was Malcolm X, right? And that was a role that Denzel Washington got robbed on. Of course, we all know that. Uh, Huh? Sense of a Woman won. Scent of a Woman won that year. Who who are that one? Al Pacino being blind and screaming Al Pacino won. Um, let me tell you something. I should tell you something. But, you know, that, that's that's a master class of, of, of the biopic, like embodying the the, the the case study, the person that you're playing. He was Michael Malcolm uh Denzel Washington was the embodiment of Malcolm X. He he had Malcolm X down the path, right? Can you imagine and I'm not using today's stars to fill these roles. I'm using stars of that time, right? Can you imagine that role going to, let's say, I don't know, Larry Fishburne or hmm, Eddie Murphy? Now, at that time, now would Eddie Murphy now probably gets offered that role. That probably comes across his desk. Of course, not during that time. But just imagine if Eddie would have got on his, I want to be serious, you know, <laughs> if he would have got on that, like, I want to be serious, Eddie, during that time. Can you imagine Malcolm X with Eddie Murphy? Spike Lee would be uh, like a tenured professor at, at, at HU or something in the fifth department, in the, in the, in the performing arts department. He would you're, not be making you're, movies. You don't even get him to NYU film school? No, nah, nah, <laughs> they're not having him. Not having him. Not having him. Not to disparage HU in any way. But you're not going there, you know. He's not going to be a professor there. So imagine that Eddie Murphy. Or no, no, no. Keep it serious. Lawrence. No, then Larry Fishburne is Malcolm X. That'd have been a hard pill to swallow. That would have been a hard pill to swallow. Oh, third one. This is kind of difficult, man. Um, because Jeff really, when when Jeff hit the Tracy Morgan as as boomerang, man, that was. 
I, I, I laughed for about 15 minutes off that one, man. That was wow. You you hit it. You 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 hit it hard with that one because that I could just see Tracy Morgan with his shirt lifting his shirt up, showing his belly on a promo <laughs> on a promo. <laughs> The, the the film steals? No, nah, I'm not watching that movie. Um, I had to think about this one, man. I, I was like, damn. Could you imagine, like, the hangover with a serious cast of actors? Now, Bradley Cooper has become one of Hollywood's leading men and serious actor, of course. But can you imagine, like, I don't know, Ryan Gosling? Uh, yeah, I mean... Just a, a bunch of like kind of serious guys playing that role. Sam, what's his name? Ryan, let's say Ryan Gosling. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of that name, guy's name. Sam Worthington. Oh, I cannot think of this guy's name. I just saw him in something with uh, Taraji Henson. They were playing Sam like, Worthington. You're talking about uh, Avatar. No, not that guy. This guy's been a little bit. He's he's always in indie movies. He's kind of like Mark Ruffalo, but not really. Uh-huh. A, a serious guys playing the Hangover guys, where everybody's a straight man, pretty much. Yeah. Or yeah. or Hangover Part Three. Oh God! Don't worry. That, 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 hangover Part Three. <laughs> oh God! Gosh. Yeah, that was that terrible. 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 And I got one last one, y'all. Um, right, I'm got- just throw this out there. Nicholas Cage as Iron Man. As Tony Stark. <laughs> I think that's my favorite of your choices. Talking through his teeth the whole damn time. Gervish. With that hairline. That hairline. <laughs> no, they would have given him a hairpiece, which would have made it worse. Would have made it worse. Made it with a goatee. So much worse. It would have oh, came out in the Iron Man helmet. <laughs> um, no, I'm on. We got this hairpiece from Tyler Perry Studios. <laughs> Don't you talk about like Nicholas Cage's hairpiece? Infinity Wars is that Infinity Hairline? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gunny, you want to go next? Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to think of a third one because these two are just that good. Sorry. Um, I wasn't going to go with my second one first, cause I, given the, what we just talked about. Die Hard with Peter Weller. Ooh. If, if you recall, I mean, I'm, I'm given that everybody's kind of watched, or a lot of our viewers, are, oh, excuse me, listeners have also watched, um, you know, the movies, you know, and how they became, you know, on Netflix, that show. Um, and how diehard everybody was like, no way Bruce Willis could do it, and he pulled the hell of it off. And how they pulled off like the comedic part of it too, and how it was made. If they casted Peter Weller, that joint would have been a dumpster fight. <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> and for those that don't remember Peter Weller, for our younger listeners, that is the original RoboCop. I mean, the original original RoboCop from the eighties, the one that they, yeah, you beat Kanye. I mean, every just dub every line from no Get her alive. You're coming with me, Gruber. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> to the party. Uh, Another oh, one that you got yourself into, John. 
That movie would have been like, why did we make this movie? That joint would have made $90,000. Can you, can you imagine a bloody-footed Peter Weller running through Nakatomi Tower call, calling this out Holly's name? So Holly. He would have felt, I don't know if he could have made it through the air vent. No, honestly, I would have watched that movie but just for cold. these lines I'm hearing. <laughs> We need a program that can redub people and put them into movies. I oh, deep that fake. would be hilarious. You could totally fake. fake Peter Weller oh, in the daggone air shaft. <laughs> I mean, seriously, oh. people are quarantined. Somebody has the time to make this happen, people. <laughs> this is so a challenge. Crazy. That is a oh. challenge. Internet challenge. Internet, wow. do, your, do your thing. Do your thing, Internet. Okay, my second one. That's what I was like, let me start with that one. Um, my second one is Winona Ryder at Cher in Clueless. You know, it was funny because I think she could do that. I, I saw her and I was like, you know, Winona's not, not a bad actress. In the 80s, bad? this would have been her role. In the 80s, she would, this would have been her role, right? Then she was she was doing a depressant junk, man. Like, what was that movie? Shirley Carmack? Something like that. I forgot. And then there was, like, the other depressing movie. She just played, like, a lot of, like, down teenagers. Uh, then what was that one that she did in the 90s that she got, like, I think she got nominated for? That one with that Madonna song. I remember, da, 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 da. remember that joint? I can't remember the name of this movie. Because I, I stopped being a fan of Winona Weiner, writer after that movie, actually. Are you talking about Girl um, Interrupted? No. This is like, uh, like what a, was those? It was like those a super movies. grunge, 90s. Yeah. Flat the Age shirt. of Innocence? No. Like that 94 through 95 and all these like yeah. ensemble cast uh, movies were just... Right. Teenage angst and early twenties angst. I can't. They, they were doing farting those. those, dude. They were like farting those college. out like twice a year. Man, it was a lot of those, dude. It was so many of those. It was. You talking about boys? Old. Not at all. Reality, reality bites. Bite. Reality yeah. bites. That's all. Like you can't get more nineties than reality bites unless you watch Empire Records. Real talk. So it was. Re- it was reality bites. And maybe, you know, back in the day with the Heathers, sure. Okay. But 90, 95, she was, she was, this was after reality bites. Like, she's like, you know, quintessential 90s, you know, girl, rescue me girl, right? So, I don't know, man. That just wouldn't have worked for me because she needed to be, like, vapid. And I know the writer wasn't exactly, didn't play vapid roles like that. You know what I mean? Not even in Beetlejuice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she wasn't even... Anyway, I just felt like that would have been a bad cast, and the movie wouldn't have been that su- as successful as it was with like an Alicia Silverstone. Gonna who... have a very yeah. important question for you. Yeah. Do we still do this? Rolling with my rolling with my homies. That would have been the most that? awkward thing with Winona Ryder. No. Could you imagine her singing that? No, because that would have oh, been wait, something else. Homie. They would have turned "Rolling with My Homies" into some like sad Soundgarden song. Can I hear well, you say the sun words. explodes over my life? Hey, man. The don't sun let explodes over my life. I love that joint, man. Black hole sun. Won't 
you come. And that joint was great. And they, yeah, it was she great. Had, that. And she would have that. that would have been depressing. Absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have to come back to me on the third one because I've been trying to think of one that would top those two. I cannot. Dace, you ready? Yeah. What you got? Okay. So I'm also going to go with uh, uh, my favorite uh, casting decision that never was was Superman Returns with Nicolas Cage. Oh, God. I'm so full. I'm, I'm pretty sure, folks, we all dodged a major bullet without, hey, uh, I'm Clark Kent. Yeah, we know you're Clark Kent. We get that. You're Superman? Yeah, a little dicey. Uh, the next one would have been... Nicholas Christoph- Cage ever been young enough to play Chris- Clark Kent? He's always been old, even in the 90s. Say, I mean, in the like, 80s. In the 80s, yeah, his <laughs> hairline was... His, it was gone. I mean, they, they couldn't actually come up with a wig or toupee good enough for that to work. What's <laughs> wrong with him and Cher? Was that Moonstruck? How's the yeah, last okay. time he looked young? Yeah, but I mean, like, but he, do you want him to keep the mustache too? Uh, oh. Raising Arizona mustache. Yes, please do. And the mullet. Yeah. What was the, what was the one? Uh, Con Air. Yeah, Con Air. Nicholas well, Cage. That was yeah, the only like really good movie. I I, I, own hey, number, I own a number of Nicholas uh, Cage movies. Yeah, now, man. Nicholas oh, Cage. Every other I know. Dude. Now, Put down the bunny. As much as I talk, and I'm about to redeem Nicolas Cage, because my next movie is, if anyone else played Nicolas Cage's role in Mandy, that movie would not have worked. Okay. Because Mandy was the most Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage movie ever, and anyone else would not have made that work. Uh, uh, My next one is... uh, Chris Tucker uh, substituting for Martin Lawrence in Bad Boy. Oh, that would not horrible. That I movie would have been like, shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> God. Namaste, namaste. No, I, please, please, just stop. Woo-sa, woo-sa. Yes, I really but, couldn't uh, take Rush Hour 2 to the fact that they brought, they did a 3, didn't they? I, oh I, God! Did oh, yeah. they do a three? Did they do a yeah, three? they did. Yeah, they did. I didn't watch it. I barely got through two, and that was on TV because yeah. one was annoying enough. I'm ready for yeah. Rush Hour Four. That was that was one of those that, like they used to play in the movie theater. I mean, uh, the movie star I used to watch. I'm just like, can you guys not yeah. play that when I'm here? Just I cannot stand this dude's voice. Like, no, just stop, please. If you want to torture me, put this on, and I will tell you whatever you want to know. Social security, credit card number, anything. <laughs> Do not play this damn movie. Wait a minute. Jason, they played The Fifth Element. Was that the name of that? that oh, yeah. Oh, yep. God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, they that played was... that every day in that damn store. Every day. That, <laughs> was, literally was, like one of the, that was one of those, I, it's like, if I got there and they hadn't played it, I just literally threw it in the back. Like, nah, I'm not hearing that, Jake. Like, can't do it. <laughs> like, I'll put it back. The antithesis to this game. The antithesis of this game is like Chris Tucker being replaced by everyone would make this movie (laughs) so much better. (laughs) Not not, not Friday, man. Friday was perfect. Perfect for him. For him. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Friday. Somebody wrote a role for him. Like, you want to be screechy and annoying? 
and a high there you dude. Go. Yep, that's you. Wow. <laughs> I just don't appreciate the brilliance Ooh. of one. See you, Tucker. Yep. All right, Jay. Yeah. So Get it to Hollywood. All right. Guess what? And my, and my last one is if you replace uh, Keanu Reeves and John Wick with Scott Speedman. <laughs> Scott Speedman, uh, you know the guy in Underworld? Uh, oh. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, I got you. Do, uh, do you want to see a movie that doesn't draw? <laughs> this is perfect. Charisma vacuum. Hey, honestly, wow. even, I mean, even in Underworld, it's like, man, like Kate Blackensdale is carrying the hell out of this movie, and you are just, <laughs> just hovering on this there, like, literally yeah. just there. <laughs> it's like, wow. do you just need a random dark-haired uh, white guy? Yeah, Scott Speedman. That guy. I can be him. <laughs> I can be that guy. Yes, you can. Crazy, though. Know. <laughs> Do you want to sell this movie? No. She is 100% the lead, and we need to make it look like there is not a charismatic dude to steal any of her sunshine. Scott Spademan. There you go. Right. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. Yeah. So. Wow. Right. I thought I had John Wick, but I said a Hemsworth. <laughs> That would have been interesting. I would have been like, great. I mean, hey, what's uh, uh, Liam? Buy him, man. Yeah. yeah, Liam could have, could have done that. That would have been his dry, driving movie. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you said oh. a, a McConaughey, I would have laughed at you. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> absolutely. All right, all right, all right, all right. You shot my dog. He stopped no. beating on his chest and doom, doom, doom. <laughs> oh my God. He needs to kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Better, better that is your third one, and it is a winner. <laughs> no, my actual third one, that's my honorable mention. My third one is Emilio Estevez in Desperado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I See, I don't know, now. man. What did he have? He still may have hey, Visual goodwill from Young Guns. I may have seen that. Nah, Young Guns was like six years before. Young Guns 2 was a good six to seven years prior. Then even that wasn't, uh, he was still just playing William H. Bonnie. He was not playing a Hispanic myth, a Mexican myth. (laughs) Turned game real life. That dude was in that, that dude is as tall as he is. No, no, I'm no, no, Jace. We we replaced Selma Hayek with Maria Conchita Alonso. Oof. <laughs> well, no, Ray Don Chung. Totally correct. Right. Oh, no, Ray, Ray Don Chung, yes. No longer interested. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Here's mine. Uh, Boys in the Hood, John Singleton's directorial debut woke America for showing them life in the hood. Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, wow. Oh, help me out, fellas. Morris Chestnut. Morris Chestnut. Morris Chestnut. Ice Cube. All right, all right. Ice Morris Cube. Chestnut and Ice Cube helped redefine a generation of life in the hood. And instead of Ice Cube, I'm going to go with another West Coast rapper. I'm going to replace Ice Cube with Shock G slash Humpty Hump. 
Hey man, he he has some, he has some vision, man. He created Humpty Hump, man. Come on. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Either they don't know or they don't show. I can't even. I don't even. Oh, do me, baby. Yep. <laughs> and keep doing the voice. Too. Uh, hey, Either they hard. don't know or they don't <laughs> care. They have the nose. Right. <laughs> About what's going on in the world. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> that again, once again, internet, get to it. <laughs> Please do. Um, oh my, my next one. Jennifer Aniston made her mark on Friends, but before she showed up on Leprechaun. I'm going to up her big screen moment from that to replacing Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. See, here's the thing. That actually might make that movie better. I'm sorry, I'm not a Julia Roberts fan for that movie. Uh, see, if you're not a Julia Roberts fan, Jennifer Aniston didn't develop a personality for that movie, until Friends. She's grown she was, on me in other movies. Yeah. Not that movie. I'm like, that's her greatest movie. That's her. All right. <laughs> yeah, she, she's gotten better. All right, my last one. Yeah. Bobby De Niro is out in Goodfellas. He is being replaced with John Travolta, pre Pulp Fiction. <laughs> All my life, I just wanted to stay alive. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my choices, fellas. Although I can hear him say, fuck you, pay me a lot. (laughs) We're talking like the last time we saw you was in Greece. John Travolta. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's no, like the no, big no. We talk about look, look who's talking. Oh, oh. there you go. Talking Travolta. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I can't even think of a line from who's talking right now. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> That's how long ago that is. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't name one. I'm trying. God. The I end. just hear the baby. I can't hear him. What's the point? Dude, this could go on. <laughs> we could go on with this forever. Okay. Yeah. For so, ever. All right, so I have a question for you. I feel like everyone has been spending more time on social media than normal. What uh, social distancing games or things have you seen that have made you laugh? Or what's been the most ridiculous thing you've seen people do when they're stuck at home with nowhere to go? Well, I, I've been entertained with uh, Jessica Alba and her kids with their TikTok. I think it's like one of those, like, oh, I, I, we can do this as a bonding exercise. So that, the choreography they must tr- do to kind of entertain us, you know, p- plebeians, it's actually been fun. So she, she's doing a good job. Nice. Uh, I'm a little ashamed of this, but not really. Um, we have a hot box fart contest. Um, raw broccoli, baked beans, cheese—you know all the things that really get the uh, pistons flowing in there, you know. And it was a hot box fart contest. Yeah. You know your your wife is probably like wow. I did not want you to tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a whole family. It was just it was lock in. This is gonna be gross. <laughs> so Gunner, how, that. how about you, Gunner? Oh, 
I haven't really seen a whole lot of crazy things. Or funny I saw Debbie things. Allen did her. No, nah, I saw Debbie Allen did like a straight like dance thing on on uh on uh Instagram today at like four. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Cause I was busy. And I'm like, yo, that's what's up. Like, I thought that was cool because you know that's like fame. You know how many people like fame? Man, it's real. So I was like, okay, that was kind of cool. But uh, crazy things other than like funny memes, like. You know what I mean? Like, memes are hilarious. Though. All right, what's the been the best meme you've seen? I can't really tell you because they are all keep adding to the funniness to where I keep forgetting the ones before it. So the you. most recent one I saw was, oh, no, no, the most recent one, I, two, the most recent two I saw was, I just saw another, it was a meme that said I saw a meme. So it was like, I saw a meme that just said 2020 is like a bad, Tyler, it's like a Tyler Perry movie. Like, Tyler Perry wrote it. That's what it was. And I, I, I fell out laughing because it really is. I'm just like it's all over the place. Much better hair. It's all over the place and shitty. Like that's exactly what a Tyler Perry movie is. So I was like, I thought that was hilarious. And then the other meme I saw was like, Yo, <laughs> Renner Center, know you home. So they come in. <laughs> Yo. I saw one with Jehovah's Witness like that too. Yeah, exactly. Like Jehovah's Witness knows what's up, and they go back to the castle. Right. So, uh, for me, I think, and this varies since you know, like Gunner, whatever I see last. But uh, for me, it's probably as of this moment, Erica Badu continuing on the traditions of John Legend and Chris Martin with concerts for fans to check out. Erica decided she was going to charge a dollar people to check hers out. Because hmm. apparently the hoochie perfume was not bringing enough money. <laughs> Her coochie did I not bring out a boy to the yard. Well, I mean, apparently I the, de- the demand is not there anymore. Or the supply is well, not there. Why not? I ain't mad at Erica Badu. She got like 19 kids. She got to do what she needs to do. That, that's that uh, perfume smelling cooch. Okay. You wouldn't buy that because it smells like the bottom of your trash can. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> right, bang! Bang, bang! Are you dying number 16 and 15? 13. I knew Lucky it. Lucky number. <laughs> All right, fellas, we're riding this bad boy down. Who are your dummies of the week? There's just so many. All right, who you got, Gunner? Uh, I'm gonna say, I don't know, man. There's some bands in Florida that are just partying it up like it's not an epidemic out here. And I'm like, all right, I'm kind of like, all right, I can go out, I can do this if I needed to, if I wanted to or needed to, right? But. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to no beach blanket bingo, you know, crazy spring breaky situation where people were catching, you know, whatever anyway. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what? Just add this to the list. <laughs> exactly. Like, add whatever. Just add it to the list. I guess that's what they're saying. I'm sitting here like, yo, that's like me. Like, you know what, guys? Everybody come over. We're going to have a phone party like 1999. <laughs> like, 2000. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Because we were already catching stuff, then let's just get the let's just get it all let's get it all out of the way. I think those guys are those guys and gals are dummies of the week. Nice. 
Uh, James, how about you? You know, Gunner, I don't know how you thought the exact same ones I came up with. <laughs> I was like, no. like, so y'all are really, I mean, y'all are down there just catching everything possible, as Gunner said. It's like, and now you want to add in, but, I, but I'm almost going to say, like, anybody not, you know, anybody not enjoying some good quarantine, huh? Home cooking, you know, deciding you need to be a Superman out and non essential. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call you a dummy the week. All right. Jay King, what you got? In this time when we have people who call themselves influencers, you know, I I hate that term just in itself because these are people who just go online and take pictures of themselves and and they're just attention whores. That's it. But this one attention whore was recently on an airplane and decided, you know, it was Uh. a good idea. Yeah, you saw that, Gunner? Did you see that? Yeah, mm-hmm. she decided it was a good idea to lick a toilet seat. That was real. That was real. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm supposing it was real. She, she did lick a toilet seat. And what was her name? Hepatitis, hepatitis, <laughs> hepatitis, something like that. Um, <laughs> was it top or bottom, Javon? Was it closed uh, up? It, it was seat. It was seat. Okay. She licked seat. And I, I'm not to say that's better. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, she only licked the seat. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, where where yeah. people put their ass, yeah. Kick yeah. If, <laughs> if, if you laid your open soda on the sink of a, a, a airplane bathroom and drunk it afterward, I would look at you straight. Um, <laughs> right. When people bring it to the bars, and, the, and it's like, um, can yeah, you just no, leave uh, that somebody? You don't have a friend, though. No. Hold your drink. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, she licked the toilet seat, and her reasoning behind that is because she did, was tired of this bitch, Corona, getting all of her uh, attention or attention that should be paid to her. Now, granted, I know you're trolling, and you, you, you're not just trolling. You know, you, you, you're trying to be provocative and, and, and be that person, you know, but there's got to be a better way. And, be and, a better and somebody way. went down to spring break and tried to hook up with her, so what's that talking yeah, oh, this this is a this is America in 2020, folks. Yeah, this is America in 2020. Kind of feels like we're getting what we deserve. Yeah, a little bit. Pretty much, pretty much. America, Don't feel sorry for us, right? Um, so my dummy of the week is one Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who is continuing on with WrestleMania despite everything else in the world being shut down. He's like, nope, nope, nope. I don't care if Disneyland, Disney Disney World is closed. WrestleMania must go on. And it was getting to a point where it was going to be held at the Raymond James Stadium where the Buccaneers play. Congratulations, all you uh, new uh, Tampa Bay Buck fans, by the way. And they were like, well, Vince, why don't you decide? And he was like, bet. I'm still going to have it. And then the real government had to go, uh, nah, dude, you're not having that because we can't have 90 or 40,000 people getting Corona to watch Roman Reigns win against Goldberg. So he was like, hmm, okay, what can I do? Should I do like everybody else and just delay it? No, I've got a performance studio for times just like this. So he's going to film WrestleMania in an empty arena with just a production crew shooting and wrestling being a non-sweaty affair like it is, 
will mean that, of course, no one could possibly have come into contact with someone who has corona and infect the entire locker room. But Vince has has this covered because he's thought through every contingency. He's going to have Rob, Rob Gronkowski as the host of WrestleMania, and he's going to shoot it on two days. So that's all better because now he can infect twice as many people. So yeah, Vince, you, sir, and I know the only reason Vince is doing this is so he can do a documentary on the WWE Network, which you can get for the low, low price of $9.99 and talk about how much of a heroic effort and a gesture it was for the WWE universe of people who are independent contractors came together in spite of the most challenging situation that they've ever faced with so much uncertainty to provide entertainment for the WWE universe. Thank you. Pat me on the back now. Yeah. So that that's my dummy of the week, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. All right, fellas, we're going to wrap this up now. Um, come up with your games and your TV shows people should be watching playing while they're stuck looking at their four walls. And we have another movie cast switch up that we're going to do next week. So thank y'all for rolling with me, as always. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.